Some I'm not. I'm not in the okay. shot though, because I'm not a camera Over person. Here. You are though. You trying to? Oh, fuck oh, me! Shit! Jesus fucking! Hold on, snag it. Yeah, right. we're having fun. Take. This might be the day you get murdered. Take it's been. two. I know. No, dude, everything goes in. The worst parts are the best parts. That's my <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 41 of From the Van. It's a podcast from my van, where I have conversations with people who have relationships with residential vehicles. I'm your host, Marty Benson, and today's episode features Greg and Jess. They are a couple that uh, has been together for a while. They met in Colorado on a school program together and subsequently got good paying corporate jobs and owned homes like normal old people and uh, about a year ago they sold everything and moved into a Dodge Promaster on their fifth wedding anniversary that's a cute story right um, so now they're working seasonally trying to figure out how to make the uh, the van life thing work for them in perpetuity and uh, we had a really good conversation with them I hope that you enjoy episode 41 of from the van featuring Greg and Jess Here we go. Yay! Okay, okay now you right. can Try have it, Shed. Now we're podcasting. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> stressful. That's my favorite of those little intros where, like, chaos happens. <laughs> so, Greg and Jess, I know now what my first question is for you. Okay. Um, this is, this is a thing I never thought about, like, when I was getting ready to move into a van. That's a very real thing, especially in a van as small as ours. Yeah. Um... Do you have the like militaristic like boot uh, boot camp um, r responses to when something goes wrong in the van? <laughs> like because, reactionary, dude, like we hop to task. Marty spills a lot of beer. In the I van. spill a lot spill of beer up. in the van, especially no. with that that dude like bouncing around and stuff. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. He's very dangerous. He goes. I don't think we have, right We don't have a lot of problems. I generally just stay out of the way. <laughs> she she does what she's doing, and I just hang out out of the way. Yeah. Oh, see, so we, we don't have that don't option have that. in this yeah. space. I think like the biggest issue we had was at the back of our van. There's like a tube that comes out of our water tank to wash the bikes and stuff, and somehow the oh, valve yeah. on that got bumped open. Mm. And when I hit the <laughs> pump on the sink, it also started coming out of that back tube, and it was like oh, flowing, flowing the from the floor oh, all no. the way up, and we were like. I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought the tank was. Yeah, we thought we had, had a hole in the tank. Yeah, it's like shit. So that was like sheer panic moment. Like, <laughs> yeah. get everything out, turn the pump off, try to figure uh -huh. out where the water is coming from. And yeah, I think like, like your reaction just now, where it's like, you're not even thinking about it. You're just like doing, yeah. taking action, yeah. <laughs> yeah. trying to fix it. <laughs> where, where is the object that's gonna solve this problem? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we just like just and we sometimes it'll happen at night when we're like hunkered down watching a movie or whatever in our in our little sleeping spot that we've gotten surreptitiously gotten over to, and then all of a sudden it's like all the doors are open and we're mopping stuff up, and then you have to move the van right because you gave yourself away. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so tell me about yourselves. Where are you guys from? I'm from Colorado. What town? Right. Fort yeah. Collins. Mm -hmm. Yep. I grew up outside of Chicago, by Joliet. Um, for the first 18 years of my life, mm -hmm. and then Colorado. Right it. So okay. For 15 yeah. years there. Um, in Fort Collins? Fort Collins, Denver, Glenwood Springs. Okay. 
Cool. Yeah. So we met going to school together at Colorado State. We were both pursuing degrees in natural resources. Mm-hmm. Um, and through the CSU natural resources program, you have to do like a whole semester during the summer at the mountain campus. So you learn like all these field work studies and things like that. And that's where we met. That sounds like it doesn't suck. <laughs> Not at all. Good. It's yeah. a really cool way to spend the summer actually. Camp, camp for a month basically. It's mm-hmm. like, ca- yeah, summer camp for college kids. It's pretty awesome. Righteous. <laughs> that's badass. Um, what, what happened? How'd you end up in a van? How long were you guys together before you started thinking about the van thing? I have like a one year window usually before I get bored with something. Uh huh. So we bought our first house and we'd made two years there cause we didn't want to pay taxes. Yeah. Sold it immediately. Built our second house, lived in a 19 foot camper while that was being built. Okay. Made it three years in that, mm-hmm. um, but I think it was a year into that house. I was like, what do you Started think about a van? Yeah. yeah. And we talked Maybe about it for a year at least. And you'd done the camper, so you knew you could do it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the camper was, a, was stationary. Was it was, shovel. we paid like $900 for it. It was a total piece uh-huh. of junk. And yeah, yeah, so we knew we could fit in the space and a van just seemed like, like a real tangible solution to like our wanderlust and wanting to do yeah. something more and so from start to finish i think we spent probably two years like planning like from concept to realization of moving into the van yeah. was, was probably about two years wow you're so patient yeah. it didn't feel like when we bought it and then you spend the money because it's not cheap yeah and that was like the day we looked at each other and we're like all right we're selling our house and we're gonna live in this mm-hmm. because we paid for it so from when you got the van how long how long was it what was the build cycle uh we took I mean, it took a little longer than expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the actual build out took five months. We had it done okay. uh, by a company, Opt Overland. Mm-hmm. He was in Fort Collins. Um, and yeah, I think after that. It we... was done for about four months before we sold our house and moved into it. So okay. we were doing like little weekend trips yeah. and then sold our house uh, in May of 2018, moved into it full time. We were still working corporate jobs, so we were relatively stationary um, for about six more months on top of that. Mm -hmm. And then last December, we were like ready to go. So we quit our jobs and started traveling full time. Nice. I think think our official first night in the van was our five year wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's super cool. That was like, we're like, we're out of, we don't have our house anymore. Happy anniversary, honey. We're homeless. Where have you guys been? It's been a year. Mm-hmm. Where haven't we been? I think. Okay. That's, I mean, that's almost easier. But yeah, we did a month in Baja. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much every state west of the Mississippi, know, pretty much. Yeah. And then. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, Canada. We did Canada. And then we actually did a big international trip. So that was New Zealand, Australia, Bali, Thailand, Singapore. Hawaii. I'm stopped in Hawaii on the way back. Rad. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting because, like, there's a whole spectrum of traveling, right? You can kind of take your time and see less, but you mm-hmm. spend, like, more quality time in, in each place you stop. And when we first became free, like, we'll say free of obligation and jobs and things like that, I think mm-hmm. we kind of, like, we were, like, pedal to the metal, go as fast as we can, see as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And it's been a really crazy year, like, looking back and thinking of all the miles we've driven and the places we've been. And it's, like, it is almost easier to say where haven't we been because in this last year we did, you we know. Drove, we drove a lot. Tip of Baja, we went all the way up into Canada, back to Vancouver, went over east into Boundary Waters and, uh, Went back know. to Idaho, like, three times randomly. <laughs> and then we said, 
we got six weeks. We might as well just go to Upper Peninsula, Michigan. And okay. that turned into that and then down to Arkansas and then back to Colorado and then out here. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Rad. Covered a lot of miles. Are you guys <laughs> Are you guys still like cruising? Are you working or what's the deal with that? We're going to be here for the winter. <laughs> um, we decided to work seasonally and just see how much money we can make in six months. Right. Um, you know, for us, it's kind of a numbers game of like, how much money do we need to live for a year mm -hmm. and sustain this lifestyle? And so his cousin owns a ski shop and he's, Greg's going to tune skis for the winter. At Hanson's, right? At yeah. Hanson's, yeah. yeah. And they asked me to pick up some hours on the retail side. Okay. So I'm just working through the holiday season. We'll see where that goes. But right. yeah. So, so we're dinking again. Yeah. You know about that one? <laughs> Dual income, no children. Uh. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like fun. Uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a um, that's a that's a thing that we talk about all the time, man. It's like just like the expense of a kid is yeah. is wild to me. I just can't even imagine. Like I have a hard time getting my stuff together, man, for the day. <laughs> my keeping my shoes tied. I can't even imagine what it would be to have a kid. Yeah. No. Yeah. Kudos to the parents. I mean, I. Parenting is just so foreign to me. It's not something that I've ever really been interested in. I feel that. But yeah, I mean, it's it would we would not be able to have the lifestyle that we have with kids, and so sure. I'm just super grateful that we're aligned on that, mm -hmm. um, and that kids is not part of the picture. Because there are what, people doing it. I don't yeah, know how they're doing it. Can hear, you can yeah. hear them right next <laughs> to yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Are they gonna make it in? Our van quest. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get a podcast <laughs> with them a in a day or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, she's probably here. She's probably three or four. Yeah, I think so. Is the is the kid gonna be on our podcast though? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can hear in the background. Um, we'll we'll figure a That's a new one. That's a spin a situation. One, yeah. yeah, that'll be a first. Thing. I mean, I I love seeing like I would have loved to grow up that way. And I kudos to parents who travel with their kids because I can't even imagine how much work that is. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Right. I feel like there are a bunch of different kinds of parents, though. You know, we have we have two couples that have newborns, and one of them has already spent like a month in with a kid that's like eight six months old, a month in France. You know. Really? Oh, wow. And then, <laughs> yeah, and and the other, the other family is just sort of nesting, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot of different ways to do it, but it's easier to not do it. I'm pretty sure about that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe it's different in a bigger van, but at least in this van, I get tired of both of you, and I try yeah. and get away from oh, you, yeah. and I can't do it. Right. So imagine yeah. if you have a kid that whines more than Spin does. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a lot to me. And the thing <laughs> is, you can leave Spin in the van for five hours. Yeah, you, you can't know? do that with a kid. No. <laughs> not without getting arrested. For some reason, that's not acceptable. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're in their home. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen? Exactly. So you guys are in a large Dodge Promaster. Yes. Is it mm -hmm. the biggest one? Uh, I think there's only yeah. two sizes, right? Yeah. There's a it's real the, short one. The 135, 36, and 159. We're the 159. Okay. Yeah, I think there's the an roof. extended 159. Oh, there is. <clears throat> I think so. Yeah. No, we're in the the perfect size one. Yeah. yeah. I've been shopping, so I know all the Yeah, <laughs> we, Yeah, we had a spreadsheet at one point like, yeah. of all of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this one's this size, and this one is this size, and this is how different they are, and yeah. this is the height of it. Yeah. Yeah, so we wanted one that was tall enough for me to stand in you're a big dude i'm yeah about six two okay and so we went pretty thin on the floor and mm -hmm. the ceiling mm -hmm. um to be able to accommodate me standing right and i made it 
if I stand like really tall, I, I hit the ceiling. But it encourages you to have bad perfect. posture, like yeah, the rest exactly. of it. Just kind of <laughs> exactly. hunch yeah. perfectly. Hunch back. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's it's perfect. We yeah. did. We upped the tire size one, so you get that extra half an inch of clearance that mm -hmm. makes it still not get places. Yeah. But <laughs> makes you feel better about it. Mm -hmm. um, it looks better anyway. It looks so better we'll too. Go with that. <laughs> and gets horrible gas mileage. Yeah, I, yeah. Heard were, I heard you telling somebody like 12 or something like that. Around here, yeah. Currently. Because you're driving, driving in the city. Because you're not doing like any You just cut that out if we're talking about yeah. resale because when the time comes. <laughs> no, I think we were getting like You guys six, are installing a hybrid engine. Yeah, yeah that's right. I think we were getting 16-ish uh -huh. on yeah. average. Yeah. And then, yeah, here it just kind of went downhill. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't gotten on the freeway in like a long time because we stay right around here mm -hmm. and I watch the gas meter just even though I'm driving 10 miles. It happens right. to my Prius. Away. I have a Prius and I get great gas mileage in traffic and on the freeway, but I've only been going like around the neighborhood lately. <laughs> I, it's like so much worse than it usually is. Yeah. So Still a Prius, what's though. your van like? So what you got in there? It, I would call it minimal. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Kind of minimalist. So. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess the thing people like the most is the the beds on motors, so it lifts. Oh, cool! Um, we can put mountain bikes under it. Nice. So when the bed's in the high mode, uh, bike two bikes fit under it. With the wheels on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah! Fork mount. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I can't sit up in bed when it's up. Yeah. Uh, but then when the bikes are out, which they are all winter now, it's mm -hmm. like loungy. Yeah. Uh, what else? 300 watts solar on top, okay. 200 amp hour battery, got the S-bar heater, two burner stove. Yeah, there's like the sink. Dometic um, two burner stove sink combo mm -hmm. that we oh, really like because it doesn't take up as much space. Um, and then it has the cover that folds down so that it's like a flat countertop, countertop. when you're not yeah. using it, which is really cool. Oh, so um, nice. We have a 69 liter truck fridge. Yeah, fridge. a little mini fridge yeah. and then five upper cabinets two of them are like kitchen slash you know bathroom bathroom stuff, stuff. and then yeah the other three are our clothes bins mm -hmm. and that's it um and then under the bed we did that we have two trays that slide out and we specifically looked for what bins would fit the best yeah and we found these remington watertight bins that fit perfectly in our trays and without the bikes we can fit 12. 12 of them in there mm -hmm. and they're i mean they're pretty big crazy yeah um so then with the bikes we still get eight of them yeah and it's like one per sport basically mm -hmm. so there's a climbing bin and a camping bin backpacking and, yeah uh, the garage area like the gear area under the bed was pretty critical for us like that was yeah. a big part of our design is like how do we fit the bikes along with a comfortable enough bed for us because he's big and moves around a lot and I'm a light <laughs> sleeper so it's like once we decided how big the bed was going to be and where it was going to go and then how the bikes were going to fit the des the whole rest of the build was kind of designed off of that mm -hmm. uh, those were probably our two key components and yeah so those big slider trays help us access everything without having to like unpack every single bin which is nice mm -hmm. and we have them all labeled and I don't know it's like everything else in life you just find a system that works for you and that's kind of what we do. I feel yeah. like it looks like a mess right now, and 
someone came by, run, random people there, and they're like, that's so organized. So organized. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, kind of a well, mess. Who knows what their house looks yeah, like, like, right? Yeah. Shit it's everywhere. all relative, but yeah, it feels messy right now. I sort of find that, like, that's, that's sort of part and parcel with this experience, is that the <clears throat> amount or degree of organization that you have is a little a little change in that degree of organization mm -hmm. leads to a tremendous amount of frustration or anxiety <laughs> because like you have this much counter and you guys yeah. you guys have twice as big a van as us which means that you have twice that much counter which is what most people have in their bathroom right you know what i mean yeah. and like that's your whole world yeah right yeah. um and so yeah it's like when i when i had an apartment there was stuff just everywhere strewn on the ground and it's because i had too much space you know and i filled i had yeah. a garage and no car and i filled the garage up with crap that i found next to the dumpster you know and when yeah. i was moving out i was like <laughs> let's get rid of this stuff but now it's like colette goes to work and like leaves one garment on the couch and i'm like hey, you know it's you like, your pants everywhere. i know well, it's such a double standard you know what i mean yeah. it's like it's like totally yeah. unfair my clothes are much smaller than yours but it's just the <laughs> who has more clothes and there are right? 10 times as many of them you do <laughs> i have so much clothes he hates me for it where, where do you guys where are they at in here uh mine are up under you i have these two thin okay. bins okay. i got from yeah. target i used to give them in my car and then this guy's mine, and this is mine. Okay. So where are yours at? Mine are like almost that's, all right there, that. and then the rest in this little. This nice. one you never touched though. At least basket. I go into all my boxes. Yeah, not only do I have a quarter as many clothes as you, I have too many clothes in the van. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point you're trying I think to make. You have the perfect amount. Of <laughs> when we weren't working though, like we found. I mean, I think we were able to go without laundry for a month or a month and a half. Oh, wow. Because you wear the same clothes every day. Yeah. I still yeah. do. I wear the, this is uh -huh. on me every day. Yeah. But. Yeah. You wear a t-shirt for change my underwear three, now days and then. go to work. I put on deodorant. You know, things, <laughs> things like I, that. I am. Try a little harder. I've always been a, like a clean freak. I'm not, I'm messy, but I'm clean. Mm -hmm. And I have to shower every day. Do you yeah. guys have a gym membership or what's your no. situation with that? No? We're cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Amazon Prime, that's all we have. Mm -hmm. No Netflix, no Spotify. No okay. Oh, wow. Um, showers while we were on the road was... Uh, and we have a we, we have right. a propane travel shower uh -huh. that we can take out yeah. of there. It's wow. like an instant hot water heater, basically. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. When it works. You, we mm -hmm. have this little, like, pop-up tent yeah. that you that gives you privacy. Oh, I've seen the just, stall. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So that is, like, when we're in the woods and we want to shower, that works great. Right. But, yeah, I think... When we were, you know, really out driving around, you know, maybe once a week. Yeah. You know, if there's times where it's like mountain biking a lot, those mm -hmm. are the days where you're like, okay, I need to rinse. Cause <laughs> yeah. I, I, activity, Dusty activity days. and stinky yeah. and all that yeah. other stuff. So, yeah. um, but it, it was kind of, you know, if you're not in the woods, like if you're in a city for us, we can't pull out the shower and put it out the back right. door. Right. It doesn't work in a parallel parking spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we go times where it's like, all right, it's time. And we were in well, Canada. We'll find, like, climbing gyms. Yeah, we climbing gyms are good. We don't for a day pass for a climbing gym because we like to climb and then we'll shower. Um, or, or, like, 
we found a park. We were in Canada, and there's a park, and it just had a little spigot that was sitting like waist high. Uh-huh. <laughs> just turn it on and rinse. In yeah, the yeah. Of the park. Sure. You like rivers, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Find places. Yeah. Girl Random question, this. does your hair adjust to it or do you also use dry shampoo? I don't like dry shampoo. My mm. hair adjusted to it for sure. Nice. Yeah, like I, I used to shower at least once a day and my hair would be greasy the next day, but now it's like every three or four days. I can do like five on the hair yeah. without dry shampoo. But yeah. After that, I gotta do the dry shampoo. I feel like yeah. I smell less now too. Yeah, like, I think so Your body gets used to not showering. Like when I was showering every day, it's like by the end of the day, it's like oh, I need a shower. I can't, I'm like, Meh. I can't speak specifically to that, but I will say that I stopped using deodorant probably in 2007 or eight, mm. and I feel like two things are at play: the more I sweat, meaning the more I sweat during the week, yeah, the less my sweat stinks, mm-hmm. and my body has acclimated to not using deodorant i think mm-hmm. and um i still i still shower regularly but yeah i feel like i feel like that's a thing what so why yeah. did you stop what's the, what's the reason chemicals okay and i didn't think i needed it yeah and the the, re, the real reason that i didn't think i needed it is because i uh at the time was showering. I was surfing three times a day and yeah. showering three times counts, a day. Right? And it's like, if if I'm only going two or three hours between a shower, I don't need deodorant, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's, I don't know. Maybe we should put a product plug in though, you know, so in case you want to sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> Arm and Hammer. <laughs> all, I, all I want is Dr. Bronner's, man. Dr. Bronner, do they do deodorant too? No. No, okay. no, they I, just do shit that you can wash your, you you can wash <laughs> your hair and your we teeth have, and yeah, your we armpits have the and your clean floors. Anything you want. I don't we love you can brush your teeth with it. I've done it. <laughs> How gross is it? Pretty gross. Yeah. With the soap? <laughs> yeah. He's it's a, minty. He's a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, They're local too. Yeah, they're from uh, Escondido, yeah, I think. So. Mm. Maybe, maybe they'll come and pick I, it up. I watched the Dr. Bronner's... Um, they did a uh, documentary with him before he died, I mm. think. The, the old man back in the early 80s or late 70s or something like that. And that was one of the things that they had all these testimonies. Or maybe there was archival footage of him in this thing, but they made it more recently. Anyway, they had all this testimonial footage about people who like did everything with it. I washed my vegetables with it. I brushed my <laughs> teeth with it. And so I tried it and it was gross. It's all over the label. So. I imagine so. I heard like putting soap in your yeah. mouth when you were a kid was a punishment, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not supposed to be fun. <laughs> I had a roommate who used apple cider vinegar like that. Oh Just yeah. everything to shower, to <laughs> clean things, to do everything. She just used apple cider vinegar. The whole apartment always smelled like apple cider vinegar and garlic. <laughs> Very fun. I'm into garlic. Um, <laughs> Very garlicky apartment. What's, what's hard about van life for you guys? Figuring out how to keep it going, maybe. Mm. I think that's my biggest. Financially, you mean? Yeah, I think okay. long-term. For yeah. sure. Figuring out long-term, because Ideally, you know, we, we stepped away from corporate jobs of, mm-hmm. of a long time, <coughs> seven years. Time out. What were you guys doing before? Time out. Time out. We both worked at Otterbox. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So okay. we were both there seven years. All right. Great company. You know, benefits were amazing. Mm-hmm. But we wanted something different. And then here we, you know, we took the leap. We left good money. Yeah. And now we're like, all right, cool. How do we make this keep happening? Mm-hmm. And... I think that's my biggest fear is 
figuring out how to make this not end. Right. Because I don't want to stop yet. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's a lot of things like about van life that are a challenge, but it's just something that you accept as part of the lifestyle, right? Because in exchange you get so much freedom and um, there's so much good about it that I don't like to like complain about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were kind of talking mm. about like small space and stuff being everywhere and not being tidy. And I would say that probably gets on my nerves more than anything on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's decision fatigue when it comes to trying to figure out where to sleep every night and you know, little frustrations here and there with personal space. But like, I think just trying to keep a very small space tidy with another person when you have so much gear and like you're using it all the time. So it's mm -hmm. really hard to justify putting it away all the time. But at the same time, like when your sanity is on the line, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's really important to just try to like make an effort to keep it clean. So yeah, I'd say that that's probably like the thing that really grinds on my nerves. Yeah. yeah. Or extended periods of rain. Yeah. Okay. See, we haven't That's done that yet. We had like two days. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah and we were just like cutting ourselves, but not very deep, you know? <laughs> That's everything dark. Is That's not, not, true. not true. Not true. Not true. When everything's true. wet, though, oh, poor like, and you can't get away with, like, yeah. your clothes Rain are wet. Sucks. And everything's wet. Everything feels damp. And mm -hmm. can't go outside. We finally put a rain gutter on ours just the other day because it rained too much in sunny San Diego. Uh huh. So we got a rain gutter now. <laughs> so that you can keep the door open? Or it's just, not even or, that. No, just, just when, when you open, open the door, door, it doesn't drip on your head. Oh, it's like, I see oh. an awning? No. Yeah, the awning hangs over the edge. Uh huh. Anything that gets on the awning drops onto the side and oh. it just comes oh. in the door every time as you open it. As soon as you open it. Yeah. 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 So finally, we've got this gutter. Which and it's is just an RV like the gutter. last nail on the coffin when it's raining and you just want to go outside and then you get like. Squish. Yeah. yeah. Well, cold water on your head. <laughs> How much time did you spend in Colorado in the van? Like, did you have the snow and the weather and had oh, yeah. to deal with that yeah. stuff? Yeah, we were there like? from May to December. So we definitely experienced like the front part of winter in Colorado mm -hmm. and it, I mean, it was cold, but winter in Colorado is actually pretty mild compared to a lot of other places because it's still sunny there. Mm -hmm. Like it'll snow, wet. but it'll be sunny still. Mm -hmm. And okay. I think the coldest night we had was like... Eight degrees in the morning. Yeah. Outside. So... I mean, it was cold. The heater kept us warm and it was cold. And I think the biggest part about it is that you just get cabin fever because mm -hmm. the days are so short mm -hmm. and it's dark so early and it's like you get off work and you can't really do anything so yeah that was the worst we spent a lot of time at the climbing gym because it's like i don't want to go back to a cold dark van and just sit around and stare at each other like yeah <laughs> and they've got lights in a lot of space <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah get some exercise get out of the van a little bit so yeah i mean rain is definitely a, a big one that's not fun we rain's worse than we snow. have flew we have skipped past places that have been on our bucket list purely because the weather forecast shows rain for a week and we're not we're not going to sit around we're going to do it. it the beauty of the van right it's and then you come back when it's not exactly raining. yeah let's yeah. just chase the good weather for sure this thing shuts off every 30 minutes oh and so i jumped the gun greg you're hiding in the corner dude can you see way prettier than me. We don't need to see this. Can you see me over here? Um, okay. Or am I just you're, a voice no, you're hiding? In it. No, Do you're you, in no, you're in, you're in there. Like, just sit back here. Tucked away like there. a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> the night is always. They keep me in the corner. <laughs> what about 
what about the whole like um the whole like cultural stigma around the van thing what's up with your what's up with your families are they oh. cool Ooh, you you about that one. yeah this is one of my favorite questions <laughs> lately hi mom and dad <laughs> I'm, I'm not naked on the internet today <laughs> but Maybe uh, tomorrow. Yeah, maybe maybe tomorrow. Uh, so when I called my parents, you know, I, even with her, same thing. I plant seeds. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> years in advance, like, hey, what do you think about this? Like, oh, good idea. And, and I try to work it in, and I didn't think she would go for this, and, mm-hmm. and she did. But then I called my parents, and I was like, hey, we're thinking about buying a van and living in it. And they said, are you stupid? Like, literally, are you stupid? And it's it did not go well at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so that was, you know, a year and a half ahead. Mm-hmm. Plan it again, plan it again. I buy a van. Call. Hey, guys, I bought a van. Like, my mom's like, you're doing this, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Much. And, yeah, they were like, this huge thought of, like, job security, right? The, their generation was work my dad worked for the same company for 30 years and he worked for a company you retired mm-hmm. then you do what you're like that's you know, you life, do your right? thing and so when i told them like we're leaving our good jobs with amazing benefits and probably you know one of the top companies to work for at least in four cons for sure mm-hmm. they just basically couldn't couldn't wrap their mind around it and so at first it was it didn't it didn't go well but then it's like i'm doing it anyway so mm-hmm. yeah and now they're just like they don't care what are you doing i do get asked often are you bored yet right like, what are you doing are you bored yet uh-huh. my mom's always asking me i was like no i'm not bored, <laughs> I, <be> bored? <laughs> like, I woke yeah. up and did something fun today yeah she's like you're gonna get bored but on the flip yeah. side i think like we were just at visiting his parents in september and they see that he's lost a lot of weight oh, yeah. like he's much Shreamed happier um, because the office we all know it's not healthy for us right sitting at a desk all day every day is not mm-hmm. healthy but it's so exciting yeah <laughs> Dude, I yeah. pushed so many buttons on the computer over the years <laughs> so Those many are, muscles it, we just talk about it I'm pushing buttons again today mm-hmm. so I yeah think, I mean like, I, I I'm down yeah. 30, 35 pounds I think oh wow like cool yeah. for you yeah and it you know, it, had I still be like sitting at a desk still, like who knows how big I would have gotten right. when I would have had a heart attack or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Like, so this kind of, I feel like it reversed a little bit. And, yeah, I think it was good for his parents to see our van and see our lifestyle and see how happy we are because it makes it a little more relatable for them. Mm-hmm. Like I think sure. it's just a generational gap and it's really hard for them to understand what we're trying to achieve here. and you know for them like the ultimate pinnacle of success is like having a good career in a house and a family and like it's so different for us as far as what we view our success to be and so for them to like get a little bit of insight into that I think was really good and you know at some point like I forget what we were talking about doing but your mom was like well you're gonna do it anyway so why do you even ask me my opinion that was was when we were going on the international (laughs) trip Mm. okay yeah it's funny to be like hey we're headed out of the country for a bit what do you think Mm -hmm. so we haven't like gotten her blessing per se but she's become much more accepting of an alternative lifestyle Mm -hmm. (laughs) what what did your parents do my dad worked for a telecommunications company okay so 
the little lightning bolt if you ever see that on antennas okay uh, but yeah he was there for uh, almost 30 years okay and then the crazy thing now is like <clears throat> they ended up laying him off randomly he came out to visit me in colorado came back home and they had laid him off because you can find the kids fresh out of college that are half the price sure sure the price and right I think finally he he was bummed when that happened and was like you know do it do what you want that's what kind of what he said mm -hmm. and so then he ended up doing just random work for the last five years or whatever until he retired and yeah he'll never retire he's retired officially last year and then went back to work full-time as a landscaper this summer yeah, like literally five months like, literally. later he started working full-time again so. and my uncle has a landscaping company and he's out there doing hard labor at 70 now just because wow. yeah just doesn't know how to not work right so. yeah. Yeah. you get habituated to just going to work every day he's a worker yeah 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 what about your folks um my parents are pretty accepting of it uh -huh. i think like my mom She's like, oh, I'll just live vicariously through you. You know, she did a whole bunch of traveling when she was younger, and so she's down with it. And my dad didn't really say much at first. I think he didn't really know what to say. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think he wanted to condone it, but he also didn't want to, like, say it wasn't okay, you know? Yeah. So he, he was, remained fairly neutral until, like, towards the very end, and it was like I was ready to quit my job and I was telling him I'm like hey I'm gonna put in my two weeks and in a couple weeks and I'm like just kind of verbally processing that with him and he's he was like I just hope that you guys don't regret it he said something like mm -hmm. I don't think he meant it to mean anything but then I kind of started questioning myself it and I was like wait you. do you mean that you don't support this decision mm -hmm. and like I didn't really pursue it with him because I don't think that he would want to be put in a situation where he'd have to like take a side because ultimately yeah. i think he just wanted us to be happy and he knows that we're the best people to decide that for right. ourselves and so like they're very supportive of it now but yeah there were definitely like back and forth moments when we sold our house was a big one because it he was like you know you guys put a lot of work into this house and you love it and then when i was quitting my job it was like those big milestones where i think i was kind of reaching out for support and encouragement mm -hmm. but i wasn't really getting it and then it made me second guess it but then i mean it all worked out anyway just so. do it anyway yeah yeah what about what about like the broader societal stigma what about what about your friends and stuff do you guys do you guys have friends who like don't get it or think that you've gone off the deep end we don't, we don't have friends <laughs> You know, Fair. Uh, a rolling stone gathers no moss, right? No, I mean, yeah. I think, like, for me, I moved, like, I have my high school friends, right? There's, like, yeah. the, the group that's, you're going to be friends with them forever. Mm -hmm. And they don't care no matter what. It's right. like, yeah, cool, do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. And then you had the work friends that happened through your different jobs, and they were all supportive. But I don't think I've had anybody that told me I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. I think, if anything, people are... And I don't want to say, yeah, like, how, how are you doing? Or at least curious, right? Yeah, they, yeah. you know, yeah. how did you do this? I'm like, well, I didn't have kids and I saved a bunch of money. Yeah. And yeah. sold everything. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, and I think still when we go back to visit Colorado and I'll stop into the office and see everybody and, and the same thought there comes up, like, how's it going? How are you making it? Like, mm -hmm. I think they, a lot of people want to do it and just mm -hmm. don't 
don't they don't have the balls to do it basically yeah like, you know they're yeah it's scary it's scary yeah. you're right. literally walking away from everything right and we went from you know decent money to zero income mm -hmm. and we're just gonna figure it out and well so, and it's not just the money too like i think a lot of people look at a van and they're like there's no way i could do that you know and for us it's like living in a van is not the point of it all right right we're not crammed into an 80 square foot space with another person and all of our shit because it's fun like yeah, it is fun to a certain extent, but mm -hmm. the point is to not work a nine to five and it's right. an affordable lifestyle that we can sustain and not work a nine to five. Mm -hmm. And so like, I think that's where the disconnect is with some of our friends. And I think on one hand, they really admire the lifestyle and admire the freedom we have, but they don't understand that you have to make some sacrifices to get there. And sure. so it's not relatable for them, mm -hmm. right? Because they wouldn't understand that you can't shower every day and, or at least you know to a certain extent you can't go out to drinks every night with your friends mm -hmm. and you can't shop on amazon every day and it's mm -hmm. like you get into those habits because you make enough money to support them mm -hmm. um and it's just a whole different lifestyle it's a whole different mindset so on the one hand like our friends are supportive and um i think they're they're happy to see us happy mm -hmm. but then at the same time it feels a little disconnected right because like they they don't get it yeah and then i <laughs> In addition to that, it's like the new friends we've made. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. now we're making friends that are living the exact same lifestyle. Right. Yeah. So, of course, they're like, yep, let's, you know, uh -huh. dead on, same thing. You talk about st the same st stuff that we're all going through. Right. Yeah. And how crazy is it that we can show up and, uh, for instance, RTR last year was, <clears throat> was like our first kind of big thing we went to. Sure. And we had been following some of these, you know, huge accounts on mm -hmm. Instagram and I, you kind of get nervous. You're like, oh, I'm going to go meet this person that's 50,000 followers or whatever. Like, <laughs> how is this going to be? Like, yeah. you know, are they going to accept us? And for RTR, it was kind of crazy because we got there late and it had rained a lot. And we come through and someone dropped, it was actually Matt and Amanda Vamp, Vamp Project. Mm -hmm. um, they were there and they had dropped the location and I messaged them I'm like, oh, we're coming. They're like, this is where we are. And we go out and I go driving past and I just sink like through the mud. And I put ruts all the way right through the center of camp. And I was like, how's this gonna go over? Like, you know, we're <laughs> coming into this whole thing that everybody's already got their crew uh -huh. and here I come messing it all up. Yeah. And it's just totally normal. Everybody's in the same boat. I'm yeah. out there yeah, like exactly. fixing the ruts and they're like, what are you doing? It's like, Nobody I feel cares. bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we've made some really good friends and, you know, meet back up with them. Sure. Thanks. I can take your can. Thank you. Um, and yeah, just, I don't know. It's, it's great. Like we've met that, some of the coolest people. Yeah. It's like, I've never identified with people more than the people that we've met on the road. And we just have so much like fundamentally in common that it's just so easy to talk to them. And um, you know, you can go months without seeing them cause you're going your separate ways and then you meet yeah. up and then it's like no time has passed. Right. Yeah. Because you just, you feel the same about so many things and mm -hmm. it's so easy to talk and just like, it's chill to be together. And it, yeah, I mean, this community is definitely one of the best things about this lifestyle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's wacky to me, like how that shared experience. And I've been through this a few times in my life. When I was in grad school, I was a complete stoner and I only hung out with people who smoked weed. You know what I mean? You wouldn't have liked me, huh? And, 
Well, I mean, I got on with other people, but I didn't go make make yeah. an effort to hang out with them. You know yeah. what I mean? And in town here, you know, this is a surfing and, and yoga town. And sure. uh, the yogis hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. And the surfers have their little cliques and stuff. And their surf movies and yoga events and that sort of thing. And everybody bonds around that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so it totally makes sense. when I remember when I first got involved with the, with the van thing because... <clears throat> on the one hand, one of the things that we all have in common is that we're just sort of like breaking away. Right. And so we probably aren't necessarily the the demographics that's going to be the most social in the world. Yeah. You know, but because there's this shared experience, it's, it's the same sort of deal. Everybody's like exactly like you guys were saying. It's like you come together and it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is what we're doing. Right. You know? right. Um, but you said something earlier that I want to follow up on is, um, you know, the American dream of that all of our baby boomer parents had of like, getting the picket fence and right. having the two and a half kids and getting the job with the pension and benefits and all of that stuff is like yeah. not what we're, we're certainly all not after that uh, for the most part, especially in the fan community and millennials in general, I think, mm-hmm. but not that I'm a millennial. I'm way older than that. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> way more dignified. Know what those are. Uh, but, <laughs> but what you said, that's not what we're trying to accomplish. What are you yeah. guys trying to accomplish? Just trying to be on the road and party or I, see shit? No, I think for us, is figuring out the next step for like in life. Uh-huh. You know, and I think both of us wanted more of a simpler life. And so really what we're doing is looking for the next place to land. Yeah. And Ultimately, you know, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but kind of the idea we were talking about homesteading. Yeah. Kind of live off the land, that type uh-huh. of thing. So we're trying to find a cool place, inexpensive, that I can build a really tiny house. Uh-huh. Not an actual tiny house, yeah. unless I have to, but like a small home. Right. And just like not have to rely on having a crazy job mm-hmm. and do something we enjoy. And so. Like this has given us the opportunity to like see the world. This is like see mm-hmm. the see the world step. Right. And there's so much in this country that so many people don't get to see, mm-hmm. and we're seeing it. And once that's done and feels fulfilled, I think we're gonna want to you know kind of plant roots somewhere mm-hmm. and figure out how to make it that way without having to go back to I call, call it real jobs. Right. Know? Right. I want to do the job that is just. I wake up and I want to do it every day. Sure. So that's yeah. I, know, I, I mean, think ultimately, that's where we're you know, we both really wanted to travel a lot, and um, we've all always kind of had a sense of wanderlust and wanting to see things and, and experience things differently. And so, I think, like Greg said, this is kind of fulfilling that experience for us. And we know it's not a long-term thing. Mm-hmm. Like some people can just kind of be nomads forever and. We'll see if how long it actually takes, you know, for us to feel like, okay, we're ready to move on to the next phase of life. But yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's kind of the goal right now is like, just to experience more, see more, do more. Like, you know, there's a lot going on out in the world and you don't really get to see that when you just work a nine to five office job. And, and at the same time, yeah, we're, we're seeing a lot of places that could potentially be a future 
home. Yeah. Us, what, so. what spots have you sort of started to identify? Oh, let me tell you a spot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to blow it up though. Okay. It's a secret. It's a secret spot. <laughs> I'll narrow it. Say down. it in pig Latin. I don't know how to Oh, that would be so hard. This one's hard. <laughs> would it be hard? Try it. I don't even know how. <laughs> Do it, Jess. At Anuga Che. <laughs> well, that's easy then. You know that place? Yeah, yeah. And a C Tenny. Nice try, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Over there, right by Atlanta. <laughs> that town is dope. Have you been? Have you guys been there? So, the first episode of this podcast was recorded there. No really? way. Yeah. Cool. Uh, a college friend of mine and her husband, who are both wonderful people, um, at the time they were living in uh, Dodge Pro Master. Okay. And they run a. Um, a climbing company they sell european brands to stores hmm. okay. uh, they're like a they're like a uh what's a rep or whatever yeah, okay, company cool. sort of thing and they're both super into climbing she's an acupuncturist and he's this um big like super versatile climber and uh they recently bought a house there nice. and, yeah yeah because that's where they wanted to land it's a dope town they for the south too get on. Yeah, oh yeah yeah thing. When you go, next time you go over there, yeah. let me know okay. and I'll hook you up with them. They're divine people, just wonderful nice. people. So, Yeah, I mean, we... It was cool, for sure. <clears throat> so, and how, uh, I literally have been like, I told her at one point, I'm like, let's move to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Because I like hot springs. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, and I start looking. But have you I heard been. about Arkansas? I haven't I been. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> all Other I than Benville. demographic research. I was like, yep. oh, no, We went hard. to Benville. Also a really cool town. I don't know if you've been. Bentonville, Chef, Arkansas? Bentonville, Arkansas. Okay. Home of Walmart. Oh, okay. But it, it's legit. Yeah. Um, tons of mountain biking. Um, but yeah, so we, we were going down there and I started hearing things like, Tennessee. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I told her and she's like, you're crazy. And so we saw, there's like 160,000 people there. 160,000 people in Fort Collins. I'm like, well, oh, it's like Fort Collins in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. You Except show up, it's like Denver close by. Right. Yeah. But it's actually like a city. Yeah, yeah. it's dope. I, I did not two expect hours it. From Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we rolled in and we were going through Nashville and I had her Googling, like, see who was playing in Nashville for now. I'm like, maybe we'll catch a concert. There was nothing good. So we just kept going and then Sure enough, we look up, we get into Chattanooga, and they got a bluegrass, bluegrass festival, festival going on. That cool. weekend, free. I was like, how, totally free. How do you, and cool. then we just parked downtown, and we paid the six bucks a night for like the city Public parking, parking lot. lot. We just lived in the lot for three days. I'm like, I'll pay six dollars a day. That's uh, not Didn't expensive rent. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and they had good sushi. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. I'm yeah. half price. Climbing yeah. there is killer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We didn't do any outdoor. We we did we oh we went to the we gym. To the I was gym. a little bummed on the one gym, I'm not gonna lie. But we did ride bikes but, and we met yeah. some really nice people. Yeah, it was nice. It was a younger crowd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't For know. the south it's a pretty progressive city. So. And yeah, they got the gig internet. Like. The what? The, the gig. gig internet. I don't know. It's supposed to be super fast. Planet. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. The whole city Supposedly, th put it in downtown. thousand times your standard internet speed. Whoa. So my 4K video I tried to upload last week, because <laughs> I don't know how to do video yet, <laughs> that took hours and hours and yeah. hours. Probably would have taken yeah. 10 seconds there. Mm. <laughs> so all you vloggers out there. Damn, I got another tip for you, though. <laughs> What's that? Encinitas Library. I heard, See? dude, it's Library lightning lit. fast. Best your ever. <laughs> your hour long, your hour long video in 4K yeah. that I'm shooting right you now are in 4K. will upload in seven or ten minutes. Oh, dude. That's it's amazing. crazy. 
Yeah. I've actually become quite attached to the Encinitas Library, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize this until like a week ago. I drove up there, and it was busy, and I was like, "What are all these people doing here?" And I was like, "Territorial about mm-hmm. the library." And I was like, yeah, this <laughs> might be a bad sign. Everybody hangs out there. <laughs> it's because mm-hmm. it's so nice. It is dope sunset. Yes, yeah, it's dope so cool. Sunset. I need to go check it out. He hasn't been there yet. Oh yeah, you got to do it. It's a nice library. It's a great spot. Great library. They got good books. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know. They've got nice chairs they and got all the same areas. Books. You just yeah. have to avoid the corners of the room seating. that smell consistently of bo. But I will know, say, otherwise. the first time I was there, it got sketchy. Someone right? got escorted out. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. I hadn't seen that. It yet. was this big, big dude, and he like was stomping around and like hitting his fist into the walls and stuff and I don't know who he was mad at but he kept talking about like putting someone down and <laughs> oh, so the security no, guard no. which as you probably know is ancient there and so the security guard like comes to escort this giant person out and a couple other like people in the library were kind of standing around like waiting to see if it was gonna get mm-hmm. violent if they needed help and he packed up his stuff and left but it was very weird because I was sitting there like I thought I was an Encinitas. Like yeah. this is not what I expected. Yeah. Well, I mean that's the that's the thing when you when you give people facilities, free DVDs, um, <laughs> yeah. air free, conditioning, free internet. and Bathroom. internet all at the same time. It's yeah. like people are going to gravitate towards this place. And I yeah. know the old man that you're talking about. The security the, guard. Yeah. Who's the I security guard? The young guy. So so there's a there's a there's a young suave looking uh hispanic dude oh yeah who looks probably like he, 25 or okay. and he looks like he could probably mess you yeah. up if he needed okay. to yeah. and he then there's this there old guy and the guy that i haven't seen in a couple weeks oh, is this crazy looking guy hulking <gasps> like bodybuilding <laughs> muscle right. guy he looks like conor <laughs> mcgregor face like tattoos McGregor and stuff you know? i haven't checked guard. but i don't think he has cauliflower ear he oh probably does yeah. we haven't <laughs> seen him in a while That's but yeah i i'm always like that guy looks like conor mcgregor became a security guy at the library it's like if you didn't have the security jersey on people would the security guard would be looking at you when yeah. you came in here yeah. you're like you're ready to yeah. break somebody I haven't seen him yeah anything. he probably would have been useful in that moment totally i would have felt a lot safer with him, <laughs> for sure because this guy like that they were escorting out kept stomping right past the table i was at oh, yeah. i was like ready to pick up and walk away because uh-huh. i don't i don't want to be like a casualty in this <laughs> situation yeah, yeah. but yeah, fair weird. enough yeah, yeah. <laughs> it go. is not a usual, like a very common esque library. Yeah, no, it's nice. I yeah, most of the time it's nice. Uh, the other half of the time, there's way too many people talking at yeah, regular kinda, volume. Oh, really? And I'm like, does everyone not know what a library <laughs> is? Like, quite time. <laughs> <laughs> and I get heated. Yeah, six inch voices. It's only because I have no attention that? span. Voices, yeah. Does that still happen, you think? I don't know. I thought so. I think people just don't Tiny confront voices. anyone anymore. You just give people the stink eye until they notice. And sometimes it works and sometimes <laughs> or it doesn't. Don't care. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Chattanooga is on the list. Um, we liked Bend. We liked Bend, Oregon a lot, mm-hmm. but it might be out it's of our price pricey. range at this point. Mm-hmm. We could afford it if we wanted to go back to like. You jobs know, hard stressful <laughs> we wanted to work jobs again. again but we're trying to like avoid that you know yeah those are the two and then marquette michigan was really cool huh. that's upper peninsula michigan but it gets cold there the winters yeah. are brutal well are you used Bullshit. to it at all or did no well, yeah, from, I mean, being from out of chicago like yeah but i don't <laughs> want to do it are you anymore. tired of it yeah, yeah. Can't so I we're it. done 
I mean, understanding it yeah. and wanting it or I, I mean I'm working things, in a ski right? shop and everybody's like oh you going up and I was like I tell everybody I retired like, <laughs> I don't snowboard anymore yeah. I retired yeah. like what do you mean you work in a ski shop and it's like yeah I also left Colorado slash uh -huh. Illinois for a reason yeah. yeah I'm now here we're in, snowbirds now in a warm place <laughs> you know relatively warm but there's some cool towns in Utah to we want to check snow. out um and I don't know where else Arizona maybe yeah. We'll we got friends who live in Ivan's outside of St. George. Yeah, okay. right. St. George is a place it's to be. Yeah. 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 Probably gets cool. a little hot though in the summer. That's what I'm talking about, dude. I grew it up was. in the south and like mm. I, I feel about heat the way you do about cold. I'm like hundred degrees? No. <laughs> nope. Yeah. You, did you have Too humidity hot. though? Where were you at? Oh, I was in the swamp in South Carolina. Okay. It doesn't so get oh, much worse. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit mm. different. It's about as bad as it gets, dude. It's just like thick and hot. Quarantine. Okay. Just wet. <laughs> That's rough. Terrible. I grew up here and I moved to New York when I was 18. And everybody, when I would tell them that, would go, Oh, but it gets so cold there. And I'm like, I don't know that that's a reason not to move somewhere, you guys. Like, you never heard of a coat? Like, yeah. it's going to be okay. And I went and, like, you know, so I, it gets a lot colder outside of Chicago than it does in New York City. But it would get cold, but it was like. <clears throat> bearable if you wore enough layers like I still loved living in the city that it was like the cold you could work with and I'm sure it's yeah. probably a bit different in the van but but I also feel like there's a difference if you're trying to live in like a in, in like a small 160,000 person uh city or mm -hmm. or smaller yeah there's a reason to go to New York City or Chicago or San Francisco but like if you're going to a place that's not as densely populated and doesn't have as many cultural options, mm -hmm. you might as well sure. go somewhere that's got good weather. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Baja. That's a good point. I just always thought that was... Baja. Baja. Baja's in your price range, guys. Oh, yeah. Y'all speak Spanish? 100%. No. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Word. What is I it? want a beer, too. Taco. <laughs> is it poquito? Yeah, no, no, a little poquito. bit. Yeah, it's pretty bad, though. Yeah. Look at what's but, that. She took a class like yeah, two right. years ago yeah. at a junior college in Spanish. So mm -hmm. she's probably just as good as me now, and yeah. I'm pretty bad. But I we felt get like by. when I was taking the class, I was like making really fast progress. So that tells me that if I just spent a little bit of time and intention trying to learn it, then that I would, would pick it up yeah. easier. I've only we been just saying, don't spend this time. That I want to learn it for. 15 years, years. now. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get the <laughs> Rosetta Stone and put it on while you're driving, right? right? Yeah, like, that'd be go. a good system. Well, like, even Duolingo <sighs> has podcasts, right? So, like, you can listen sure. to, like, a story mm -hmm. and they explain it in Spanish and then they explain it in English and so you can try mm -hmm. to, like, piece words. it together and that's just oh, what wow. we need is, like, just the exposure to it and we were there listening to, like, Spanish radio for a while. So like anytime, the kid in front of the TV, right? Well, that's just, all it like, takes. trying yeah. to You're trying to retune your brain to the how things are enunciated and things mm -hmm. like that and so that's all it is with a new language it just takes time and trying to absorb it so that makes me want to go to baja yeah it's just talk <laughs> we should go down to tijuana sometime and get some tacos no they got good tacos here i'm not big up on <laughs> tijuana i want to go past tijuana if i'm yeah, going down there yeah, but like, like uh, La Fonda, Ensenada, Rosarito, I'm down to go down there. All right, well, I can get tacos there too. But we had good tacos right <laughs> at the border wall, like looking at the fence. 
This is a good taco place, like three blocks that way. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to pay an extra $35 a day for car insurance. Yeah, there you we, go. So we just bought the six-month plan. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You so just did now? Oh, last year when we, oh, went, we went down, because we spent a month down there. Okay. So yeah, yeah. yeah. we bought the six-month plan, and we'll probably buy the annual the next time we do it. Yeah. Because we want to spend more time it's only down like, there. Yeah. It's only like it so five close, times yeah. as much as a yeah. five day trip yeah. or something That's like that. Crazy. Yeah. Like, I think it said if you did, if you're going to do more than like eight days, you might as well buy the six months. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So we did. I know a lot of people that learn languages just from watching TV in the other language with subtitles or reading books like books were a huge thing and mm -hmm. I think that's cool my stepbrother like I'd listen to him he always listened to Spanish radio because he was like trying to get better and better at his Spanish mm -hmm. and like that's how it works yep so that's did you guys go the best. all the way to the bottom of Baja mm -hmm. yeah. dang yep and the van was cool, like you didn't have to bounce around too much? Uh, I mean, it bounced. There were some rough roads. Yeah. I we, thought it was going to rattle apart. I mean, we took the five down, and then it meets back up at the one, but there had been a hurricane that had gone through. Like three eight, months eight, before. Was it eight, three months? It was, I thought it was longer than that. But anyways, hurricane came through, took out the bridges. They don't fix mm. the bridges. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard that they're finally fixed now. Mm -hmm. But there was like full-on detours where you would show up to a bridge that's like 60 feet above a dry wash mm -hmm. and you would have to drive down to the bottom of the wash and then come back out of it and there was one of them that we went down it and the semis go through it and so there's ruts like a foot and a half deep that's and we're just crazy. bouncing down this thing and we got to the bottom it's like i don't, I don't know we're not we're gonna, getting out of here to make it <laughs> yeah like, there we're was down a here now where we looked at each other and, and we were like, solo and we're like, all right, shit, all right. And so we went across, and I got hung up coming up, and I turned off the traction control, and I got out of it. But it's like, what are we gonna do if we don't make it? You, yeah. you don't have cell service. And, uh -huh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was, you know, there was a section that was kind of sketchy, and then once you get on Highway One, the main one that goes all the way down, it's just really narrow. Mm -hmm. So you're passing semis doing sixty, and like. You gotta, yeah, you just gotta keep it like, yeah, yeah, you're holding on. Uh -huh. and, and then you have these like big rental RVs. Oh, yeah. There's like Every a whole crew of El Monte, El Monte rental RVs, <laughs> and those people do not know how to drive and them. And their mirrors are like this wide. Uh -huh. And they're, I'm like, oh, we're gonna hit them. <laughs> like, uh -huh. yeah, it's but, close. You know, Smack into one of those. You're paying extra attention. Yeah. And then there's giant potholes. Yeah. Watch out for those ran <laughs> randomly. Does that make you feel better? At least you're not driving your house around or anything. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But mistakes. <laughs> we camped yeah. on some of the most secluded, pristine beaches with zero people. Yeah. For that's free. Cool. Uh -huh. so that would be that sounds super fun. Yeah, that yeah, does. And it's cheap. That was our cheapest month of van living so far. Yep. Mm -hmm. Even cheaper than being stationary here in Oceanside last mm -hmm. year, Baja was like $200 cheaper for a whole month wow. of traveling. Wow, with the gas? With driving. With gas That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, we eat out a lot down there. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's crazy. Let's go to Baja. <laughs> she was so, she was so <laughs> not into it. Like what, two and a half minutes ago or something like that? It's amazing. Yeah. Well, it just sounds like a lot to get through, but once you get there. Once you're there. <clears throat> it's cheap worth it. drinks. You might as well stay. 
If you do, yeah. oh, everything's cheap. Nice there. beaches. Yeah. Sounds mm-hmm. nice to me. The East Cape, if you if you go down the East Cape, that's from uh, La Paz to Cabo San Lucas, mm-hmm. goes around. Mm-hmm. It's dirt road for, I don't know. We went days. I don't know how long the yeah. drive actually well, was. You can go La Paz to Cabo in like I think, I think like two hours, hours across. Is that what it's maybe, supposed to be? I don't know, five or seven hours. It took us a long time. But it's you washboard take your time. forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And we just like, aired down, and yeah, it was bad. Bum bum bum. Just let the air out of the yeah. tires and go. And yeah, but that was, was some amazing. of the prettiest c- country that we saw. And nobody out there. And the beaches are very cool. I'm surprised you guys didn't mention Idaho. Idaho is pretty. You've amazing. been there a few mm-hmm. times, but you're not. It's not on your radar in terms of a place to be. It might be too cold still. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Other see. than that, the rivers are amazing. Every single Everything but, yeah, box cheap, on our list except, except for beautiful water. hot yeah. springs. Like, we're huge hot springs people, and there are so many hot springs there. But climate yeah. is the yeah. only kicker. So, so like, it's if we doable. could just do summers there. Yeah, if mm-hmm. we do seasonal, like travel for the winters and it do might seasonal work. living there. It would work, but yeah, we'd have to figure that out for sure. Well, you already got the van. Yeah. I got really excited about solar uh, immediately after finishing this van. Mm -hmm. I went out to visit my buddy in Joshua Tree, and I was like, oh man, it's too hot here. But But. if you put a kilowatt of solar on top of your house, you could run an AC AC. all day long during the summer without any guilt without any payments yeah like just go off grid and just do it you know yeah we just talked to another guy locally here that i guess joshua tree area i don't know what town Uh is getting like super popular with you know a bunch of folks right now buying up land and wanting to build i'll call it hipsterish communities out there oh yeah self-sufficient off grid like you know i don't know self self-reliant communities mm-hmm. maybe yeah and it's cheap yeah but yeah the land's really affordable. it's hot out there <laughs> the rich kids from la it's think hot. it's cool too yeah <laughs> they all go out to joshua tree and palm springs and stuff it's a cool spot i just i don't know it's if I, I don't know if i could do it yeah, but yeah you talk about ac maybe you're good yeah you put the ac <laughs> in, you sit in there. you have the same problem that you have when it's raining in your van right mm-hmm. this is like you're just yeah. got you're claustrophobic right but yeah. If you upsize from, from Colette and I joke that when we move into a van that's the size of yours, it's going to yeah. feel like a mansion. Totally, right? yeah. <laughs> when we talk about build, what we build, we keep saying maybe 600 to 800 square feet. Which feels huge. Be, yeah, you need huge. a skate ramp in there, dude. Ten, yeah. ten times what I got now. Yeah. yeah. They're going to leave our van right now and be like, we live in a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, though. You... It this works. Four people coming It totally does. We're yeah. Marty did a, an incredible job figuring out the best layout yeah. for the space no, that great. he had. Um, does this just slide out then? And because, yeah, it, it goes, goes all, all the way, way to the here. camera. Yeah. A little less than a full. The, our biggest problem in this van is just that, like, if one of us wants to be awake and the other one doesn't, yeah. there's nowhere to be except for outside. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Sometimes we turn this, I'll turn the swivel sideways if yeah. she wants to go to sleep and I'll work like in that <laughs> yeah, little but space. Not super comfy, but it's not so. like having a desk or a little, we, 
we jones for having like you guys do the the sideways bed and then right. like a little love seat right. where I can make my coffee in the morning while she or, sleeps with a blackout curtain in between us or whatever. Yeah, so we can have those separate spaces. And then having a kitchen inside would be good if we're traveling more because like yeah. here it doesn't matter because it's always nice out and right. yeah. we can yeah. pull up here to moonlight and open up and cook outside yeah. all the time. Yeah. But cooking inside's a bit of a burden, so having that too will be really nice. But I guess my point is yeah. If you got AC or heat in Idaho, yeah, uh, and you're in a 600, 700 square foot house, like it's okay to be stuck inside for a couple of days. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. If we're willing to go back to winter too, a wood stove's nice. Yeah, we, we can do it. Yeah, like, it's peaceful for sure. It's just finding out the right, yeah, finding the right place that that yeah. works. Yeah, we did really like Idaho though. Um, Have you guys gone through? It's pretty no. We missed no, it. We missed Idaho. We so we both have had like staggered jobs on and off, mm -hmm. like located here, mm -hmm. and we haven't figured out the remote work thing yet. And I didn't save up a lot of money and buy a house and then get a van. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's like it's a constant revenue situation for us. Like yeah. I gotta, we got both have to make money. I'm like, not qualified for very many things. Every once in a while, <laughs> um, and so. Like the the biggest trip that we've done was like eleven thousand miles in seven and a half weeks, That's you know. Wow. And so we did twenty two <laughs> states it. and four Cruise. Canadian provinces, but oh it was God. like a couple of days in each town. Yeah. yeah. And so it was just like Fast. blitzing through there, and we we had we had the situation where it was just like I'm tired, like mm -hmm. I want. But by the end, we were in Colorado actually, and we were like. Wait, we haven't had any downtime this whole <laughs> trip, and we we spent a day in Denver, and then we were like, let's go to the mountain area. Like I can't remember which over to the Rockies, Eagle National Forest. Can't remember. We were basically short of Vale on the yeah, on that highway yeah. that goes out that way, and we stopped in. Um, oh, you said it earlier, Glen. Glenwood? Glenwood Springs. Glenwood Springs. Yeah. We stopped there. We were in that area. We're like, the weather's better there. Yeah. We're tired. We just want to like go hang out in nature. For we just a did a hike and sat down. You know? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it was so nice for us. But we, we missed Idaho. We missed Idaho. We missed um, Yellowstone. We yeah. missed Glacier National Park. Just mm -hmm. because we were like, and our other thinking was like, if we're Hushing. gonna do this giant trip. And we're gonna camp out somewhere. It might as well be in Quebec and New York State instead of on the West Coast, because as far as Yellowstone is from here, it's way easier to get to the New York City. Totally. And from here, yeah. yeah. Our For goal sure. was Chicago, was the place that we really needed to be. Okay. Was right at my family's from Rockford. Mm. Yeah. So we went and um, stayed in Rockford for a bit, and that was the really important thing there in, in, in Chicago because he did an improv class and my grandparents weren't doing really well. Mm. So we're like, we're going to go that far. Just keep Just going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What do you guys anticipate when you finish your six months? Of work right now, yeah. What do you What do you want to do next? There's talks of Alaska next summer. Hell yeah! Whoa. So we had the the list that we wanted to do, which was you know Western U.S. Uh -huh. was one summer. We do whole East Coast one summer, which we haven't done. We wanted to do the whole UP um, 
slash like Midwest, Midwest one mm-hmm. summer, which mm-hmm. we knocked that out this year. We got two done in one year. So fast. Yeah. yeah. We made it happen. And then Alaska. So yeah. There's, yeah. I think yeah. probably a pretty good chance Alaska will happen next summer. Nice. Yeah. And then, That's the you know, if we time. can make it happen a couple of years and East Coast, because I haven't spent a lot of time out there, mm-hmm. um, do, do that and then... Hopefully by then we found a place we wanted you to You figured it out, yeah. 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 Or we found a way that we're making money on the road. Because I would love to not be pinned down. You know, we're pinned sure. down here right now. Yeah. I'd love to just be going uh-huh. and, and have the income to, to break yeah. even. Yeah. But. Yeah, I'm. Uh, we've been wanting to go to Alaska for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's been on our list. And um, this past summer when we made it up to Canada, we went into Banff and Jasper and... I was talking to my dad on the phone about the Canadian Rockies and I was like, this place is amazing. Like definitely one of my favorite places that we've been to all year, even, even including like the international stuff. It's definitely top three. And he was like, well, if you liked Canada, you're going to love Alaska. Oh, for Mm. sure. He spent a lot of time there when he was younger and hearing that just makes me want to go even more because I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, it's good. It's going to be incredible. So yeah, yeah, we're going to have to do some research and figure out how to make it all happen but yeah i think it's it's gonna happen whether it's this next summer or the one after whenever yeah there's that big baja to alaska trip happening i don't know if you heard of that van life diaries <laughs> yeah caravan right? Car- yeah is it van the life van life app van life, the van app. life app sorry yeah Got that wrong. oh are they doing i like that? both of you guys <laughs> but yeah van uh, life something yeah they're doing the baja to alaska and i was like i'm already if my cousin he won't care I'm already thinking like maybe he'll fire me by January and I can <laughs> just do the whole damn thing because yeah. I'd love to go back to Baja, but uh-huh. I think you know maybe we'll catch bits of that with them on the way up there cool. next next year. And I think there's a lot of Canada that you got to get through that it might be boring. Like it sounds like I it. Think there's We've a heard section. It's kind of long, bumpy so, roads yeah. and, and flat space and yeah. that stuff so, is what I've heard. But stretch. I don't know when we drove from. That's what everyone said, but our driving from Vancouver to Yoho and Banff was like incredible. That That's was a different, cool drive, though. yeah. Once you get past but, Whistler going north, <laughs> like. It's probably still yeah. beautiful. No man's land. I don't know. I don't we know. heard Tundra. The couple is that, the word. Yeah, yeah. the couple different. that we caravaned in Baja with for a couple weeks said that it was like they said the three days worse. straight of really bad roads because they buckle from the permafrost. Mm-hmm. And it's just mm, like 60 foot tall pine trees and you can't you see drive. anything. See, that <laughs> sounds fun. I mean, it's fun for like four hours and then you're like, you're okay. That was yeah, our experience in Montana. <laughs> People were like, oh, Montana, North Dakota, very pretty. And we started yeah. driving through and we're like, oh, this isn't so bad. This is really nice. And then six hours later and 20 hours later, yeah, we're exactly. like, this is the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Rolls I think ahead it's just on the like side of the yard sushi well, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> we, and we've talked about, and we don't know yet, but there's a chance that we may just drive the one way because I think you can you can get a ferry yeah. back to Seattle from yeah. Alaska. Oh, that's yeah, true. And I don't know how much it costs, but you think of the gas for that drive? I don't think it's that bad. It's probably a few hundred bucks, but. Yeah. Maybe yes. even more, maybe a thousand dollars, but imagine Probably still how much, worth it. Yeah, yeah, how much gas you spend and like to, just to drive worth? sixty That's, hours. Yeah. So we might just we one way. If there's nothing that we want to see on the way back, then it's just 
purely to get back, <laughs> yeah. then yeah. we'll probably look into cheat. this fairy situation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I might cheat it. I know a lot of people that done that. Yeah. But who knows? All right, what else? You guys got van life hacks? Did you learn some shit that you didn't know before living in the van? Is there a thing, a thing? that you know <laughs> that nobody else has figured out yet that they should you know? Want a patent. Right do you here. do you know to make their lives better? Get this flowing for me. What do you got? Well, there there are a bunch of dumb little things. Like for example, and this wouldn't work for your van probably, but uh, ow, sorry. Uh, the deluxe mixed nuts in that they sell in uh, Costco yeah. are like the perfect trash can for us. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, and okay. it's it's like it doesn't it, it might stink like a motherfucker in there. We right. put we, we put spins poop in there and all that stuff, <laughs> and we could just throw it in the crate, and it's like gone, yeah. no problem. gone away. Yeah. You know, they're like little, little, little tricks and stuff like riv nuts, for example, <laughs> um, are uh, no. flange yeah. with a female machine machine screw anchor that rivets to uh, sheet metal, mm. and everything in the van is anchored to the van with riv nuts mm -hmm. so that if we want to like look at my carpentry guys it's beautiful it's uh, look at they lied to you roughly right they angles. lied to you on your own podcast <laughs> <laughs> um whenever whenever we rebuild it's the stuff in the van we could just reattach it it's without all very putting a new functional. Oh, sheet yeah. metal screw in there yeah it's yeah. like yeah. a it's like a machine screw anchor and so those yeah. are like one of them is a build feature and the other one's just like a oh we gotta throw stinky stuff into a box. But but they're both so practical, right? Yeah. Like it's and that's, I mean, it, this isn't necessarily a hack or anything, but I think for people who are aspiring van lifers, like I would like to see more people be practical because we see these like really nice fancy builds, and almost every single one of these people have weight issues. Oh like, yeah. Like every oh, single yeah. one of them's overweight, and they're all really concerned about it, and mm -hmm. it's like maybe consider that before they start building because then they can't bring all the things they want to bring mm -hmm. there we had met some canadian friends that had to drop off their kayaks um not necessarily specifically they didn't have to, but they were weight, over their way but mm -hmm. they yeah they saved a good 120 some pounds by taking off their kayaks because in that's a concern for them because their build is way overweight. But at the end of the day, maybe the kayaks are more important than a driftwood three-inch thick yes. countertop, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you can't change that at that point, but, right? Like, but then that's the next question. <laughs> <clears throat> people look at... I don't know how many times people have looked at our build and they're like, that's pretty basic. It's been called a man cave. Literally basic it's man cave. It's been utilitarian. Yeah. And uh -huh. it... And, but then you look at the Instagram accounts that are blowing it up and they have that damn slab in there. Right, right. And you're like, <sighs> well, but that's I don't know beautiful. though. Like, I like having a van that I don't have to worry about it breaking, that I don't have to worry about it getting scratched up, like something that's durable and it can be the ugliest thing on the planet because I, I don't care if it's going to get messed up. Mm -hmm. The whole point is to take me on an adventure, not mm -hmm. to look nice, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. But our followers don't understand that. <laughs> well, when Jared, when Jared did his, his tour like, of my van, yeah, people were like, this is a rickety ass build. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Well, 
Uh, my that, instant pot works off of the yeah because I built everything with hand tools. But you said it's yeah. it's I all anchored it. in, so it's solid, right? It's Dude, not gonna rattle. I can. I don't think there's any sure. rickety there. I'm, I'm not an yeah. I'm not an electrician. I'm not a carpenter. I'm not a plumber. I got running water, a refrigerator that works, <laughs> and solar that runs my instant pot. Okay. You know Sounds what like I mean? You could. Sounds I, like you're winning. So, but like at the same time, yeah. If I'm gonna sell this van. I might need to square up this joint. No, a little that's bit. Just, it, it ebbs and flows with the seasons and the moisture. <laughs> yeah. oh, I gotta, We're I during the humid season, you. so you know it just moves a little. It's bowing a little. There you yeah. go. I just thought of van life hack. So yes, oh, you got one. Um, Good. I'm, I'm, one thing that I think is unique is that we use camping dishes and camping pots and pans. Nice. Because yeah. they nest like the pots and pans yes. nest together uh -huh. and it's just one set and i have two pots and one pan and a lid i see you guys have something similar under there is that your pot and pan right there no but yeah so like it's pot? it's enough to cook for two people and it doesn't take up a lot of space and i don't really have to worry about it like rattling around up there mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I like that we decided to do that. We didn't put, we talked about putting like our actual cooking pots from our house in yeah. the van, and then we were like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. so that was a good call. So, and they probably weigh way less. They weigh way, way, way less. Way, way less. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way less. yeah. <laughs> we had, I just, all the things that I already had, I moved into the van and we had like ceramic bowls for the first few months. Yeah. And they just kept on breaking. Oh. And finally, yeah. well, who kept on breaking them? Everything's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> the sooner you accept that, the happier you'll be as a couple. So he broke Brandon. one of them, and yeah. then we were sharing one, which we have no problem sharing a bowl. We do yeah. even now. Yeah. And then I got these titanium bowls, which are dope. Yeah. They're like insulated titanium. titanium Every solution bowls. is her fault. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Mostly everything's your fault. I'm just gonna find things. <laughs> But the, the titanium bowls are awesome because they can't break. They're insulated and they're light. Oh, that's great. But then Marty brought his cast iron skillets, which I, <laughs> I didn't know about cast iron skillets before we met. I don't cook. Okay. And I tried to wash it uh -oh. when we were first dating. I was like trying How'd to be helpful. Go? So I went and tried to wash the pants. And he's like, <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing? And I was like, I'm washing the pan. And he's like, you can't wash those. And I was like, but it's a pan and he's like those are pans you don't wash and i'm like what kind of pan do you not fucking wash i don't understand and then i i looked it up and i was like oh okay interesting right. and now i'm like how did i live without these i don't like doing dishes this would have been the perfect solution yeah, for me. So true. And it's great for van life because we have two of them they mm -hmm. sit into each other like a like a yeah. dutch oven and you don't have to wash them you just yeah. scrape them on out it's beautiful it's, it's the most beautiful thing i've ever learned from marty my name's marty and this is colette we both have salmonella. <laughs> <laughs> they, they we cast don't iron, eat meat, though. Yeah. In the van. The cast iron skillets do not help save on weight, but they yeah. are. No, they're heavy. Uh, they are massive. I opened the uh, door without it one day, and I was like, wow, it's really light yeah. this door if you don't have yeah. skillets in it. All right. I think we did it. Do yeah, you guys have awesome. uh, anything you want to add or plug? Plug. What's your brand? Like, uh, for example, our YouTube channel is probably the worst YouTube channel that ever exists <laughs> currently. Uh huh. But you should follow Drifter.Journey. Because it's on its way up. Because it's about to blow up mm -hmm. on Instagram and YouTube. Okay. Got three videos out there. Hey. Uh, yeah. And Melanzana Leadville should sponsor us. 
<laughs> We've been trying is, that for a while. Is that your 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 same old everyday hoodie? This is the the everyday, yeah. and you can only buy them in Leadville, Colorado, in person. Oh, from their shop. So they're hard to come by. <laughs> so you can't buy one if you're anywhere else. You, only this there. This is a wonderful viral yeah. marketing it tool. Really no, 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 I'm not trying to help them blow up their sales. I'm just hoping that they see this and send us a couple. <laughs> All right. Good. <laughs> good. Very yeah. good. Anyways, well, thank you guys for having us. Yeah. Thanks for fun. coming on. Thanks We're having a good time. <laughs> is this a record for the dog? Like, killing he, it? Or? He, uh, he did way better than he normally does. I don't know if it you've is, listened to really Alexa nice. Glazer's <laughs> episode, no. but he was, he was so annoying. <laughs> on that uh, I felt so bad because we had a really great conversation yeah. and then she listened to it and she was like, Marty, the episode was really good. And you guys kept fussing the dog during the episode and I didn't understand why. And then I listened to the episode and I was like, oh, <laughs> it's a piercing noise. Oh. Yeah, that's it. She didn't actually You don't notice that, it while yeah. you're in there, but yeah. then you hear yeah. it. Well, yeah. it's so, all good. We'll just let yeah. him keep digesting rubber until yeah. <laughs> the podcast uh, loses steam. All right. All right, guys, we did it. Uh, that was episode 41 of From the Van. Sadly for you, we did not record uh, our drinking and pizza eating session with them at Best Pizza after the podcast, but we had a really good time. Um, they're good folks to see around, and we're stoked that they're in the neighborhood, at least for the winter. I hope that you enjoyed episode 41. Thank you so much if you have made it this far, just for sticking around. Uh, come back next Tuesday, and we'll have another episode for you of From the Van. <laughs>